Welcome to the Contemporary Conversations podcast, biblical thinking on modern challenges. We are hosts, Joe and Nick, talk about modern issues that affect the local church in our Christian walk. So let's listen in on this newest episode. Hey, 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 this is Joe. And this is Nick. And we're back uh, again after a long hiatus. Um, so if you're a listener and you've like stopped listening, then that's kind of our fault. We don't blame you. Yeah. I, uh, I, me and my entire family got, got the Rona, uh, literally just after the new year. Actually, no, I, uh, let's see. My wife got sick on January 11th. Then she tested positive on my birthday, the 13th. And then I started, I fell ill with it starting that night on my birthday and it just dominoed, and then we, yeah, we only just got off of everything last weekend, because right now we're recording this on February 6th, so basically the last weekend in January is when we finally were, were free. It about says about the entire month of January, y'all are... Uh, 2021 started off with a literal uh, bang for us. <laughs> it's a... We were like, man, we were so lucky. 2020, you know, we were. You know, no, that's 2020, the sequel. Yeah. I'm convinced. And then, of course, Amanda's like, where did I get it? I'm like, you work for the military. You work in a cubicle office. It was bound to happen. If it wasn't you, it was going to be one of our kids in school. And so, yeah, everyone was home. We've managed to dodge. I don't want to say we've, we've dodged it. We've been very blessed and we're grateful for that we haven't had a well lot. you guys had a scare we had like a couple weeks that we got sick yeah we did and because we were going to record by phone <laughs> because you were quarantined at home because your son might have got might have gotten it from a uh was a therapist that therapist, right. tested positive but first he was negative then he was positive right and then so i was like man we gotta record an episode and be so far behind you're like fine fine let's do it on the phone and then I was pretty much down for the count by that Friday that we couldn't do anything. Yeah, we it was we we've had a couple of scares and and uh and we <laughs> we 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 were nervous because of the fact that you know with both my kids having autism trying to get them to do any kind of swab test or anything is a nightmare. No, it, it's impossible. There'd be no way. We'd have to put they, them, you can't keep we'd their have heads to still. put we have to put them under. Yeah, we <laughs> so so we kept a really close eye on them and uh you know, we Fortunately, there wasn't any real, real like telltale symptoms of COVID. I mean, there was a time when my youngest was, uh, he was having some, some allergy problems, but fortunately that's all it was. So yeah, we, we've managed to, to dodge, dodge the bullet. And I'm, I'm so grateful for that. Cause I don't want to, I, I've seen, and I've heard experience from other people about it and I'm, I'm glad I don't want to have to, I don't want my kids to have to go through that. Cause it would be it would be a miserable experience for everybody. Oh, so, yeah. So we're back again because we, we seem to have these hiatuses that last longer than we anticipate. <laughs> I think that's what happens when you get two people with, <laughs> with, this, with the same uh, thing, you know, PTSD type things that we have. It just well, yeah, and then, and then, of course, then you get these <laughs> random things where you're stuck at the Air Force Academy till one in the morning for, um, for weekends or weeks at a time. And then it's happens. like we, then we can't connect. Um Cause then we also have family. So it's like, we'd like to spend time with them too. Of course we me, me, me and my family got lots of time to spend together. Cause not only have we <laughs> uh, now, now to be like, we talked about though, it's been great relationships been going a lot better. Um, uh, but the thing is, is like, you know, we had that period where we were home for most of 2020 altogether school, her, you know, kids being home from school, her working from home, uh, me, 
basically having not much to do preaching wise and just kind of being bummed out. Um, and then of course, then this happened where we really actually had to quarantine, like, like for realsies, like, you know, before when we were home and she was working from home, you know, we could still go to the grocery store, do things, you know, run errands, but man, what a, what a night and day difference when you're literally locked in your house. And like, we had to, uh, you know, have groceries delivered, uh, lots of Amazon deliveries for oh, like sure. last minute things. All of a sudden sure. you're like, Oh, poop. We're out of, we ran out of dog food, ran out of toilet paper, ran out of paper towels, ran out of groceries. Look at that. There you go. Um, yeah. So it was just weird. To, and then of course you pay more because you got to pay the delivery fees for all that stuff. And uh, that's the but, thing. Like we, we've been using Walmart delivery long before COVID was a thing. Cause we, we actually started using Oklahoma and mainly because we didn't want to have to take our kids to Walmart because <laughs> at that point in time, especially they were not, they were not doing well in public places. So we didn't want to have to stress them out, stress us out. And so, yeah, we, we paid the Walmart delivery, which to us was worth it. But now Walmart has, it's, I think it's called Walmart plus or something where you pay $15 a month and you get free delivery. And we use that. I think we may have Walmart deliveries come to our house minimum twice a week. <laughs> because yeah. we, just, we just like, Oh man, we forgot summer. Oh man. One of the kids needs chicken strips or whatever. And just like, we just put it in there and you know, so Walmart delivery has been a lifesaver. Even like I said before, Cuba, uh, Cuban COVID COVID Cuban. You said Cuban. What was that? What's a cubit? Is, is, is it because Valentine's Day is coming? Hey, it cubid? is. It is. You got you got your gift yet for your wife? Um, yeah, it's me. You're looking at it, <laughs> bro. You better take that back. You better keep that receipt. <laughs> it is coming up, but no, cute. Almost did COVID. It COVID. COVID nineteen. COVID nineteen. Okay, got it. Okay. <laughs> You were the one who played that like three times. I know. <laughs> I played it again, but I didn't. I didn't connect my phone to the Bluetooth. No, let's let's yet. Let, let's like Kenneth Copeland just fade away to obscurity. Hopefully. I wonder if he apologized for all his false prophecies. <laughs> um, no. Yeah. So let's see things that have happened since our last major episode. Which, if I remember correctly, I mean, yes, I put out a, an individual just where I said, "Hey, sorry, Nick's out," and I just wanted to at least say a happy New Year. So our real last episode together was our live stream of the election of election, because after election, you took a mental break. Oh um, yeah. Yeah. And, and so it was impossible to get a hold of you to, to hang out and do anything. Um, Cause man, we were on the air for four hours and it was all politics. Yeah. I was wiped. Dude, that was, that was, I hit a like social breaking point that I did not think I was capable of hitting after that. <laughs> and it's not necessarily, I mean, it's not anybody's fault. I mean, the, the, and the live stream was, that was, it was a lot of fun, but just looking back and, and just, you know, and then the, the, the catastrophe that, you know, after the election, when people were losing their minds and could, you know, all that, it was just, it was way too much. So I think I took what, two, maybe two months. Yeah. It was uh, pretty Facebook, long. Yeah. Facebook break. And I just, I just, you know, I honestly took a break from society as a whole because I was already, uh, <laughs> I mean, I was already, I already had to, uh, stop going, you know, stop going to church, uh, physically. And then, you know, then with the whole Facebook thing and social media, it was just, I don't know. I, I had to, I, I kind of went into like this temporary monastic lifestyle of just <laughs> hiding in, in my house and, and only coming out to go to work and, and yeah, I mean, it, it would have been better if I'd have handled that isolation differently. I think I needed it, but 
I think that due to um due to due to some personal uh lifestyle choices it lasted longer than it needed to and it wasn't as it wasn't it wasn't as healthy of a of a uh, mental and social break as it sh- could have been um so it was uh I'm being vague for a reason I don't I don't want to bring it I don't want to bring it up unless we want to talk about it cuz it's not it's it'll be you know it'll be something that's you know but um, but in any case, yeah, we're back and a lot's happened. Oh yeah, so let's see. Let's just let's just go down the list. list. So <laughs> we had we had Nick take a mental break. We had the election get um, uh, we have a new president. We had the election get certified. Something happened during the certification. I don't know if anyone knows what happened. It was on January was it the second or third that they had the big protest and takeover of the Capitol. It was not that before. anyone would know what happened. I mean, I don't know if it was news or anything. <laughs> um, it was. It was. It was the was, day before inauguration. Right. Right. Oh no! No! Was no, it? no! 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 It was, it was like the certification week. of the. It was the like election. the week. It was like two or three days before that, because inauguration was the sixth, right? If I remember correctly, and so it was like. I want to say it was a third or fourth. It was January 6th, January 6th. uh, Trump um, went out there and did his spiel about everything being stolen. It got a bunch of people riled up and it sounds like there were actually groups, people there purposely to uh, do, do some, do some stuff. And so, yeah, the Capitol got rioted. I remember watching on TV, just like what is going on. And then to make it even worse, I know some of you are like, you know, cause obviously a couple police officers have died, once committed suicide since then. Um, there was a protester who was shot and killed. Um, senators and congressmen were running for their lives and hiding. Um, let's see. Uh, and then to make things worse on the Christian end of it, uh, people were walking around, marching around with um, Jesus flags and, you know, Jesus, you know, uh, I'll call it Christian paraphernalia. Yeah. And that made it bad because it's just because people were like, ha, look, it's all the Christians fault that this happened. Can I just say, can I just say to those people that were there that, that had Christian paraphernalia and were doing all that uh, good job making Jesus look really, really bad. Oh, it was horrible. And it gave the liberals and the progressive Christians more ammunition on. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. And because I, I, you know, I was following, I was back on Facebook at that point and, you know, I was following feeds, uh, Facebook feeds and, you know, uh, subreddits and stuff like that. And, and yeah, it, it was, it was bad. So it just it, gave, I mean, so now, it was bad for the <laughs> loss of life. It was bad for, um, what we would call the conservative, uh, people in general. Uh, you know, we found ourselves just really, uh, it may, I mean, it was one of those things where, as we talked about the BLM riots and things like that and how bad that was, that this just was not, um, this was not good at all. Um, this was this was horrible, Although- and it made Christians <laughs> look bad. It made conservatives look worse. Um, so then we had that. Then we had the certification of a new president by the middle of the night. So now we have a new president and a new Senate that's split fifty fifty with uh, the new VP casting votes for the Democrats. Oh yeah, she's already um, she's already she already did that split. Yeah, she's yep. already split a couple of um, votes. So. So, and obviously that has caused a lot of problems. Um, the new president has signed 33. No, no, it's in the forties now, isn't it? Jeez, really? 40, ex- 40 plus executive <laughs> orders. I guess so. Um, wow. Even though he previously said that that's what dictators would do, but he's doing it. And that's just been a whole argument on media in general 
But of course, he says he's doing it to right the wrongs and et cetera, et cetera. But things that have been going on that have that impact um, Christians and our worldview is the fact of uh, basically reauthorizing abortions uh, that that our tax monies that come from our pockets and our jobs is going to go to abortions outside the U.S. and to to let those happen. Then there's the uh, transgender issue of uh, allowing men that pretend to be girls to be in sports and girls that pretend to be boys to be in sports and bathrooms. And so now that's been uh, pretty much authorized and given the go. And then just the continual um, back and forth on this current Rona um, and then how Christians should react to the present age. And, and of course all the other Christian stuff that has really soured people's understanding of our faith has been seeing people that have prophesied that Trump, you know, was going to be president and, or, or no, now he, and he's going to be president again in March, something summer prophesy. It's weird. Apparently, um, apparently president Trump or, well, yeah, I guess former, former president, president Trump, former president Trump. What he it's, is, uh, it's going to be chosen according yeah, to that. And, and so he's got some big things going on. Big, big plans up his sleeve. Which my, I don't my, even know. I don't has, <laughs> has, 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 uh, I'm, I got to stop. He's not president Trump. That's going to be tough. Happy to break for a little bit. Former President Trump has he? Ha, I'm just curious. Has he said anything about like that time frame? Like he's going to try to do something? Or I mean, because yeah. I haven't. No. Oh, and that's the other thing that is they're impeaching him again. They've impeached him again in the Senate, right? Right. And now they're doing the House of Representatives, a uh, big shindig, where they're going to try and remove him from his present office as office of the former president. So it'll bar him from, uh, it'll bar him from getting his forever stipend it'll bar him from secret service and it'll bar him from ever running for any office in the nation again um so like that's what they're trying to do um and he's talked about he's hasn't he hasn't former former president trump talked about uh starting his own party I mean, I've heard, I've heard, I've heard again, that's the whole rumor wheel, this whole Patriot okay. party. Yeah. Okay. So this, that's that, just and the other, a, or that he's going to, so gonna, he hasn't, so I guess he hasn't really no, explicitly said no, I'm doing this. Okay. No. So there's just been all this stuff that's going on, but it affects Christians and their worldview in church because, um, now obviously with the riots that has put a really bad taste in people's mouth for Christianity in the church, um, it has given the progressive Christians, those that me and Nick and many pastors would say that these aren't really churches. They're more community centers with religious overtones. Uh, it's given them the ammunition to basically say, look at us. We're, we're the better Christianity because, you know, we love LGBTQ XYZ and they can be pastors. They can be elders. They can be deacons. You know, they, they can say they love Jesus and, you know, go under the knife and pretend they're a woman if they're a man and pretend they're a man if they're a woman. Uh, and it's stuff that affects us now because even though we may not have the problems that Canada has been having with free speech, and especially when it comes to churches and what pastors can preach, it was a lot of people are afraid that that's what's coming down the road. Um, especially with Biden's new equity act that he wants to enact, which I actually, I haven't had a chance to read up on it. So I don't know. And so I don't feel comfortable discussing it because I haven't read on what it's all going to do. I haven't really either. I've I've heard it bounced around, and I think I think it bears uh, I think it bears covering at some point. But yeah, I don't. This is this is t- today's episode is mainly just kind of recap what's happened. I think it's going to lay out kind of uh, our next our next few episodes because there's a lot there's a lot in just the one you know the just the one month 
of January that's just now passed. So much has happened, and you really you're really starting to see the throttle get like pushed down to the to the floor on some things that. Well, it's we, it, it's one of those things where like that was the darned if you do, darned if you don't when it came to. Like, you know, me and Nick have explicitly said we're not OA Trumpers and we're not never Trumpers and we were never OA Bidens and we're not never Bidens. It was just the fact that, you know, uh, Christians made it look really bad with how much they threw behind Trump, uh, especially with all his character defects and uh, the fact that none of us could really proclaim that is this guy saved because the fruits were not there. Um, but it's one of those things where it's the darn if you do, darn if you don't, whereas if he was still in office, there'd be certain things that Christians would cheer and be like, yay, he's continuing those aspects like the abortion, the transgender issues and things like that. Um, but there's also those that are like, yay, it's good to like, you know, obviously like we talked about with his previous, that first debate where it just was like a cartoon debacle. And oh, we were just yeah. like, you know, and it was like, that should never like uh, Biden showed a, a, a true decorum and leadership, you know, style of talking and, and being able to um, argue points well and without emotion. But at the same time, we as Christians knew that, Hey, yeah, if Biden gets in, we know what's coming. You know, we're, we're not dumb. We know that Kamala Harris uh, is considered the most liberal Senator ever in the United States. So it's like people understood that, Hey, these two together, like the policies that are going to come from that administration. And especially now that the Senate is split 50, 50, that, things that we as Christians do not agree with are going to move forward at light speed. And it's one of those things where it's like, well, if Trump was in office, you get one way. And if Biden's in office, you get another way. And, uh, you know, I've heard uh, Christians say like, Hey, you know, okay, we've now got a president and a Senate and a representatives that now will push this agenda forward. These agendas that we as Christians in the church fear, and I think rightly so, because yeah, it's against everything we un we know to be true and, and that we we genuinely stand up for and against as Christians um, from the word of God. But at the same time, it's one of those things where it's like, well, should we genuinely fear? I don't think so. We've talked about that in the past. Right. Um, yeah. And yeah. should we, uh, we should continue to pray for our leadership. We know that. But at the same time, there's people who are like, well, is this God's judgment on the nation? Because obviously God chose this person to be our leader. Right. And as a Christian, I say, yes, I believe that anybody that is in leadership is there because the scripture says God puts that person there. Um, now does Joe Biden believe in God? Well, he says he does, but does he have the fruits bearing it? No. Uh, I mean, he says he's Catholic and he's hardcore Catholic, but even the Catholics are like, ah, we don't claim him. <laughs> there's, um, a, there's some distancing. Because right there. <laughs> there's a lot of politicians where it's like that. They, like they, push back and say, hey, if you're going to be a Catholic, you, you can't be doing that, you know. Um, they, they pander just as much to the religious, exactly, the religious yeah. constituents as, as Trump did. So, But at the same, yeah, and it was weird because there were a lot of uh, people that came from different Christian think tanks that quit and then like went and supported Biden. And that really freaked out a lot of people because they're like, how can this guy that proclaims evangelical reformed theology be on Biden's, you know, Biden Christians for Biden team, basically. So it's a real challenge. Um, and we're already seeing the fruits of that challenge right now with the transgender, the abortion. Uh, he wants to push the equity act and there's just all these things that he is, that they're now pushing. I don't want to say he, but it's just the administration as a whole, including the Senate and representatives that are pushing stuff forward that will affect and will, and do affect our lives as Christians and thus become a contemporary issue. I'm still holding out for giant meteor 2020. 
It's, well, 2020 is over, so. No, no, it's not. No, 2020 is not over. This is 2020, <laughs> the sequel. Yeah. No, and I'll. 2020, I'll, part two. I'll, I'll, <laughs> the 2020-ing. So, and, of <laughs> course, we don't always want to talk about politics, and we've talked about that. We're like, man, we are done talking about politics, but at the same time, I think it's, it's because, the contemporary issue of I, the time. I, I think it's because it's what is becoming the biggest issue to Christianity, at least in the American side of the house. It, it we keep and I'm a, I'm I'm ramping up for a rant here so give just let me go, get it out go of my ahead system. and rant it because I, I might have to step away and get our food the reason this becomes a continual issue is because of the fact that that the American church has brought in politics so much into Christianity that it continues to be an issue I mean I don't feel like we can talk about anything else because of the fact that this is just what Christianity is focusing on instead of focusing on you know, preaching the gospel and and being missionaries to to not only our country but the world, it's the fact that Christianity. Not all. I don't want to. And I know I'm 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 kind of generalizing, so I don't want to do that. I'm just speaking as as a whole, as an a, a umbrella term of American Christianity. Politics has become so ingrained in it that it has. It's the issue that is always in the forefront of every single conversation that is coming up. In 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 uh, in American Christian circles, and yeah, it I, I get I get tired. I don't know, I'm 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 about to hit this rant. I I'm not tired of talking about it because I think it needs to be addressed. But at some point, maybe down the road, politics won't play as big of a role in American Christianity as it is right now, and we can move on to talking about something else. But until then, these are the contemporary conversations that we have to have. Because it's the biggest issues that are taking place in American Christianity. Amen. So, <laughs> as I walk in with hamburger about and French to say. fries for you. <laughs> no, I heard you say, and, and I remember because I remember posting after. Well, I think it was right after you left social media. Pardon me, I've got a nice hot French fry in my mouth, and it tastes so yummy because my taste is coming back finally. Yeah. By the way, that sucked having no smell and taste. I'm just telling you. Okay. Um, I had people on my socials when I posted that. Hey. Okay. Hey. Biden's president. We need to pray for him. We need to pray for his salvation. And need to pray that the choices he makes are God honoring. And if not, that he would come to a point of, uh, in his heart of knowing that. And I remember, man, I had people commenting and being like, oh, you better hold on. We got to wait till the courts and got to do blah, blah, blah. And just, just, they just kind of attacked me like, oh, you can't, you can't say that you, it's not over yet. Well, guess what? It was over and it was certified and we move forward. And honestly, I mean, people, this man's going to sit here and eat French fries. That's right. right. <laughs> people, people were expecting that because Amy Coney Barrett was on the court that, oh, Trump's going to get his day in court and this is all going to happen. But, all the lower courts, middle courts, and the high courts all agreed there was no evidence of of the steal hashtag, you know, stop the steal as they all said. And that's the thing and that's the thing about it, it's I guess people just it became a matter of they couldn't you know, they didn't want to believe that it was happening, but whenever it actually I guess became official to everybody in the country, but you know, QAnon and those who didn't be, who believed in these conspiracies or whatever. <laughs> the guy with the headdress. Yeah, yeah. Who, <laughs> the QAnon shaman. <laughs> oh, and then we had the Confederate flag walking around the Capitol. That was yo, crazy. that was trippy. Like from a historical standpoint, that was pretty. Uh, That's that pretty was bad. Wild. 
Um, it was bad. So let let me and Nick at least say because you know I know we were just kind of recapping fifteen minutes ago. We don't agree with what happened. We don't agree at all with what happened. Like that was horrible. And what made it even doubly horrible was the fact that people died. And what made it triply horrible uh, in our hearts was that the fact that the, that Jesus was dragged through all this, um, like he would approve of this style of, of, it's like, you know, you hear, you hear conservative Christians, like whenever the rappers get up at, during an award show, talk about how they thank God for the award when their music was complete <laughs> F bomb, this complete F-bomb blasphemy. That. Yeah. Yeah. You did the same thing on Capitol Hill. So I want y'all to know that. Oh yeah, because I think people had videos of like them singing "How Great Is Our God" as yeah, they marched to the Capitol. Yeah. It was like, what in the world? And that's the thing about it: the rhetoric. Oh, okay, here we go. The <laughs> rhetoric that has been spewed from churches about how Trump is this godsend and Trump is, you know, the he is, you know, almost on par with Jesus himself. That's what led that. I don't say it's, it's not the only thing that led, but that is that was that mentality encouraged. What happened up there? Oh yeah, and you can't convince me otherwise. When you have people that that believe that they are on a heaven sent mission to take Capitol Hill and, and to do all that, it's only because of the fact that they've been indoctrinated with with rhetoric from the pulpit. Yep, and that's what happens when you turn your politics, your politics become your faith. Oh man, there's like the IFB clips I follow on social medias, and they're so funny, but but. 99.9 no nah, I'm lying it's probably 85% of those preachers from the IFB the independent fundamental baptist that's i mean they basically like there might be a mention of Jesus or scripture here and there but it's all it was all about Trump and stop the steal and and it was just like America 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 and it's like that's not what it's about it's about Jesus 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 gospel 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 salvation 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 the blood the blood the blood uh that's what it's supposed to be about we're not like like i i'm like to I'm one where even when I'm at a church, it's like, get rid of the, like the American flag does not need to be center stage with the cross because, because it has nothing to do with it like at all. But with that, we've just dumped a lot of politic catch up <laughs> and we're going to end this episode right now, mostly because it's just horrific. And the next episode, we're going to discuss just even the status of the Rona and the and the medicines that are coming out and, and all that. And we'll discuss more even about the fear and what the future holds as we deal with these policies. So I'm Joe and I am Nick. See you in a week. Thanks for listening to the contemporary conversations podcast. You can find us on the interwebs at contempt convos for Twitter, contemporary convos for Instagram or on our Facebook page, contemporary convos. You can also email us anytime at contemporary convos at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and God bless.